A cry for help today on the world. I'm Marco Werman. Two shootings of black men by police this week in Louisiana and Minnesota. This pastor in Baton Rouge says all police shootings here in the U.S. are a national cry for help. There's obviously a problem in our nation. Also, how the Latino community in San Francisco reacted to an earlier police shooting that killed one of their own. Alex Nieto's death was a tragedy. And at the same time, he's now been converted into a symbol of resilience and community love. And later, why people in El Salvador don't reach for their cell phones to record police abuse. It's not like we feel safe taking video of the police because who are we going to give it to? Those stories and more today on The World. Let me start things off today on the show by reading you something. Impunity for state violence has resulted in the current human rights crisis and must be addressed as a matter of urgency. That is a line from a United Nations report that came out in January. State violence, the current human rights crisis, needs addressing urgently. The U.N. was not talking about Syria or Rwanda. They were talking about the United States. And now another police shooting of an African-American, this time in a suburb of St. Paul in Minnesota. Last night, a man identified as Philando Castile was shot and killed during a traffic stop. Tragically, this happened soon after another fatal police shooting of a black man, Alton Sterling, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We've got Reverend Lee Wesley on the line. He's a pastor at the Community Bible Baptist Church in Baton Rouge. What are you hearing, Pastor, from people in your community? And what did last night's shooting of a man hundreds of miles away in St. Paul do to that discussion in Baton Rouge? There's obviously a problem in our nation between our communities, particularly the African-American community, and law enforcement. There's an element of mistrust on the part of the community and mistrust and fear from the police officers toward the community, and again, particularly the African-American community. So what is your message to people, especially the African-American community, which is justifiably angry about these shootings? There were three things we wanted to communicate. First of all, we wanted to express our condolence to the Sterling family, let them know of our concern that we're praying for them. Second, we wanted to get the message on to our community. It is okay to protest. That's the American way, but just do so in a nonviolent fashion. And then the third message we wanted to get over, we're grateful to our governor, to our mayor, calling in the U.S. Justice Department that it will be thorough, that it will be transparent. But our concern was and is that the Justice Department publicly have stated they are investigating possible civil rights violations. We encourage them to expand their investigation, to investigate not only civil rights violations, but also the violation of any state and local laws as well. And to recommend to our local DA any appropriate action that needs to be taken. The whole world's watching as these shootings take place here in the United States. Uh, There are probably reporters from around the world descending on Baton Rouge. What do you think the rest of the world ought to know about police violence in the United States? I think what the world ought to know, and perhaps the world doesn't know, is that there are problems within our police department. And and listen to this now. In any organization, you're going to have a few people who are not going to do the right thing. Let's identify them. Let's root them out, get them out of law enforcement and into something else. Likewise, you're going to have people on the streets who do things contrary to the law. Let's deal with them appropriately. 
Baton Rouge is not unlike any other urban city in our nation. There are problems, and there are big problems between law enforcement and the local community. Again, particularly African-American men. We need to address the issue head on. We're not doing it. Two things need to happen. First of all, we need to make sure that our police department, our police officers, are, are trained properly on how to handle these situations so they will not ignite any violence. And then on the other hand, our local churches need to get busy meeting with people in our community, again, particularly African-American men, on how do you respond when a police officer approaches you. So there are problems on both sides of the fence that we need to, that we need to address. And that has to be done by a total community, both black, black and white. Reverend Wesley, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your calling. We're talking.